Hey everybody, welcome to episode 24 of Sword Coast Coast to Coast. This is your Dungeon Master Cameron here to tell you all about this episode. We are going into... Well, I'll let you find out. You know, I was going to tell you just there, but we're going to find... No, I'm kidding. We're going to go learn about what the hell the Manticore is up to. Fan favorite, the Manticore, coming back. Got a whole little adventure all about him. Uh, you might notice this episode is actually not that much longer than normal episodes, but um, I, we've moved to a weekly schedule. I think I said this during the last episode. We've moved to a weekly schedule. We're going to be coming out every week on Wednesdays now. I think previously I said Mondays, but I'm having a hard time making that work. So we're going to be coming out every week on Wednesdays, uh, which means that each adventure will basically be two big episodes. Um, that'll be a little bit... Uh, so, so basically, same amount of content every week, but just on one day in a slightly longer episode rather than two episodes. I think that'll make everyone feel like they're getting able to get caught up a little bit better and you can pause or start episodes whenever you want to. While we, the podcast revolution, being able to do the... Be anyway, okay, so um, this episode doesn't have Mary on it, um, and so you're going to get a little bit of uh, Silverleaf, uh, a.k.a. Michael. You're going to get a little bit of uh, James, a.k.a. Kylie, and you're going to get Jordo, a.k.a. Wegg. They're all doing a little adventure I cooked up. I think it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun running it. There's a lot of different kinds of stuff that happen. It, this is kind of... You know, I was trying to think of, could I do something in this format of the format of the show that we do, which, you know, every episode or every recording session is basically a one shot. Could I do something that's like a classic D&D dungeon in that format when really we only have about four hours to record every episode? I think I did a pretty good job and I think everyone really enjoyed it. So you're going to get the first half in this episode and you'll get the second half in the next episode. Both are pretty cool. There's some interesting ways of going about the mission. This episode's also going to start in a really interesting way where, because James was not with us for the last recording session, everyone kind of summarized for him what was going on. Now, I wasn't sure if I was going to keep that or not, but uh, so I edited a lot of it out. But I'm, I'm beginning with the uh, um, uh, Jordan's summary of the end of last episode, basically from the carriage chase onward. A, to keep you in the loop about what happened, but B, because I think it's very funny and there's some, like, debate going on, and I think it's just good to, you know, just uh, this is what happened at the very last minute, now this is what's happening now. So I think that'll be helpful for you. If you like this show, check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash range touch. Uh, you can also check out the new show that me and Michael Lutz are doing over on youtube.com slash range touch. Too much future. It's about, um, you know, Fallout. If you like Fallout. We're talking all about the first game and then hopefully the other games. And of course, you can go to rangetouch.com if you want to learn more about all the other things we have. You can buy official Range Touch merchandise, like an official Range Touch shirt. That really helps us out. That's like, you know, a big thing for us is selling merchandise. So that would be cool. And ooh, let's see something else. Mm, uh, ooh, I don't think that's it. All right. I'm going to let you check out the episode. Oh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash RageTouch. Uh, if you want to support the show for as little as a dollar a month, that would really help us out. Okay. I've said a billion things. I know. I know that this is your favorite part of the show. I know your favorite part of the show is listening to me talk, but it's got to end sometime, y'all. So uh, here is is the party summarizing the end of last episode and we're going to get right into it i hope you enjoy uh ice method ice cream um there was a a thrilling chariot chase uh and the other chariot 
not I keep saying chariot stagecoach uh, exploded um, and made. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> there's I, a lot of going on. Where yeah, we we left out a lot of details. So first of all, classic D and D problem. Uh, how do you get this person away from guards? Also, without them knowing that their true intentions, such mm-hmm. that these like psychic guards, right? So it was like a like an intersecting. We like there's a lot of planning. Yeah, there was a lot of planning involved. We had to like get to her at the right time and then break the the spell close to when close to midnight, right? So we were like, we we made this like elaborate ploy. We were like, hey, we're getting a shipment of dresses in. Come back later, right? So that we could like break the spell and then immediately take her to the ceremony. Um, but there was a complication, uh, as there always is, um, and it was there was this this uh, lady Scarsdale. Or, <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? Okay, let, that's like I I listened to. There's a song uh, by Steely Dan called Hey 19, which has like talks about moving to Scarsdale, and that has been in my that's I've been that song's been in my brain for like the past month now and so that's why i keep saying scarsdale lady scarsword um uh had a has a cousin who is like uh right like a twin right and so we were like we saw two of them like when we were we were like okay this is the plan and then there were two of them and we were like which one is the right one um but i think we we picked the right one and yeah and so as a part of the stagecoach like we were being chased uh, after we like broke the 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 psychic observation on 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 her, packed her into the 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 uh, the, the stagecoach, yeah, and like rode away and were pursued by another stagecoach covered with guards and also that had the other lady scar sword on it, and Silverleaf cast Wall of Water uh, to uh, to stop it. Um, and it, uh, crashed into the wall of water and sent the other lady scar sword flying. Um, and she, she may or may not be, uh, dead. So we don't know, but Hey, ignorance is bliss. Here's the, here's the other fun part. Once we got to the, 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 uh, the ceremony, it turns out that, uh, uh, popcorn bottle smasher had been lying to us um and i forget exactly what the he the nature wanted wo- like lady amelia had her father wanted her to marry this other guy because the other guy was like a, a wealthy mercantile entrepreneur mm-hmm. and lady amelia herself already had uh owned shares in like the the uh, market ward right like all the businesses in the market ward of Mercember, and mm-hmm. so uh popcorn bottle smasher was like hey you guys all you guys can get married right now if you sign over all your stuff to me right and i uh, won't kill your fiance and i won't kill your fiance who i have tied to this chair over here mm-hmm. uh he, he was, was the bad guy the whole time the whole but time. what did we do to him we like threatened yeah um we... But he would have to like fight ice cream cake bottle smasher, like known yes. uh, terrible enemy to have in this world. Yes, according this... to our Twitter uh, 
uh, poll, right? Yeah, according to the Twitter poll, which is now canon, Ice Cream Cake Bottle Smasher is, is one of the most dangerous enemies that you can have in, in uh, all of Faerune. Why would he fight Ice Cream Cake? Because, man, and th- this was Mary's idea, and it was really smart. It, it was that we... Mary convinced him that we had been playing him the whole time and that we had been sent by Ice Cream Cake Bottle Smasher who was uh, making an early move up in the world because if you'll remember I do remember because I told him to do so and he was reluctant (laughs) one of the one of the moves uh, one of the rules of the ice of the um, Bottle Smasher family is that you you keep what you take Mm. um and so, uh, so Popcorn rode off into the night with his tail between his legs. Halflings don't have Wait. tails. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I thought the other person was the dragonborn. Yeah. That um, is an accurate representation of generally what occurred. <laughs> there, there was, uh, there was funnel cake in there. There hey, was. Silver Wait, got to Silverleaf got Funnel to cake bottle smasher was there? Don't talk about my wife. Silverleaf got to eat more funnel cake. Uh, so we established that Silverleaf and Wegg play marbles sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to, to decide who gets to hold Gilbert for the next little bit. Uh, I forgot about that. It's we so discovered good. that Silverleaf has a bucket list. <laughs> yeah. It's literally... Uh, it has yeah, it's written on the inside bucket. of the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I forget it. what's on it, though. Oh, I don't oh, know what's on No, it. I took the helmet off to, like... Oh, yeah. To That's intimidate. Right. Oh, man. Did the that other people see? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Before we do that. So, so Michael, let's let's establish some rules really quickly, then, about this about this face thing. Yeah. Um, let's say that uh, with the helmet off, advantage on intimidation mm-hmm. and, like, trying... Like, scary stuff. You know, whatever that would be. Um, but disadvantage on basically everything else that involves a human interaction. Absolutely. Does that sound appropriate? That sounds fine. And also with the helmet on. Uh, Dis- disadvantage of perception. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I can't see out of that thing. It's <laughs> it's not made for me. Kylie, while we were getting into exciting uh, stagecoach chases and playing marbles, what were you up to? Kyle is uh, busy um, doing, checking out some of the local sites of Marsimber. Um, I, Cameron, stop me if any of this is not true. Okay. Um, so Kyle like went out into the, the swampy areas around Marsimber, um, looking for some uh, will o' the wisps, um, like uh, fairy lights. And, um, like, trudging out through the swamps, he found some, um, and they're, like, he, like, tracked them down that they're being conjured up by, um, a hag, another hag, not Green Anne. Um, and, um, the, you know, there's sort of, like, a, a, like, mystery, or whatever, like, um, supernatural, preternatural fire theme going on there some kinship um and Kyle like talked to the hag about like how she was like using like this supernatural fire to like achieve ends of like misdirection and um like creating the like 
steering people away from where she lived in the swamp and or not swamp i don't know like marshland swamp sounds too um cliche gross yeah um like i i don't think it was like a hovel like there's a real house um is it a chicken house no it's a real house um and like kylie um like a moment of reflection thinking about like his skills and got plus two charisma cool oh yeah yeah so uh less less swingy strongy more talky thinky yeah less like fire to burn more fire to not burn (laughs) wow more friends to earn wait there you go oh that's good good. less fire to burn more something yeah I was gonna more, say fire to burn more again. friendship. <laughs> Kylie's intelligence is negative one. <laughs> is that true? More good talk. Yeah, your intelligence is negative one. I'm looking at your character sheet. <laughs> Wait, like negative one or like that's the bonus? Oh the no, 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 it's a nine. The modifier is negative one. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie is dumber than a rock. Yeah, yeah. Kylie is. Um, Yes, like negative the, the base material plane is in fact smarter than <laughs> negative one, probably. It's at least a zero. Okay, well then, all that sounds true to me. Kylie comes back, um, and you all end up back at the Lazy Rabbit, if you remember that. It's where you were kind of staying before. You're all a little bit on edge. Um, you know, if you remember last time, Lady Scarsword, after she was married to Lady Rahal, told you that um, everyone's going to be a little bit, or, or, or not everyone, but there were going to be parties here in Marsimber. And remember, Marsimber's kind of vibe as a location is um, that there is intrigue and the aristocracy versus the um the the common person but the aristocracy is always kind of afraid that it might be one small plague or uh, one shipment of weapons away from the common people overwhelming them this is a city that's been taken over and burned to the ground and rebuilt dozens of times at this point um and so there's all this kind of intrigue and weirdness going on and you have now made two factions fairly angry with you um popcorn bottle smasher seems to have left the city as far as you know that's what he said but he certainly had allies in the city and of course uh uh the merchant king ulrich Grump, who was meant to uh marry lady scarsword um that's not going to happen anymore so there's a couple different factions here that are not as impressed with the sword coast 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 crew as uh as you might hope but uh sword crew crew to crew thank you oh yeah okay sorry sword crew crew to crew you all wake up the next morning in the lazy rabbit and you go downstairs and you begin to eat breakfast and we've heard a little bit of that order already and the constitution saving throw against the oysters <laughs> no what's wrong they're... with oysters it's a it's a it's, it's a like on a dragon mirror y'all it's like it's got some good ones um I, it's true in this notes page i noticed mm-hmm. something that i don't think was mentioned mm-hmm. there's a a whole page devoted to Faerun ball oh yeah oh, right. and the bag right. of fandom yeah we defined all the Faerun ball yeah oh yeah Oh, uh, you can just listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
Yeah, we had an extensive discussion, like a 45-minute discussion about Faerun Ball. <laughs> with a, a Tess went to a Faerun Ball game, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tess this morning wakes up early, kind of before you're ready to go, and goes to work with Mistress Bobbin again, you're the, the dressmaker you were hanging out with. Um, and will not be joining us for this uh, adventure today, but a few minutes after she leaves, you're all sitting there. Silverleaf is eating some delicious oysters. What kind of other lake food would uh, Silverleaf be into, Michael? Um, I don't know, like clam strips, uh, fried uh, tubers, um, okay. you know, things like that. So you see Silverleaf uh, pick oh, up, okay. pick up an oyster and slurp it up, and then kind of you know run his tongue along, along the inside of his mouth, and then stick out his tongue, and on the very edge of his tongue there is a a little little tiny pearl. Isn't that fun? <laughs> That's magic, and, y'all. It's magic. That's the real magic. Everything yeah. else is songs, but pearls coming out of oysters—that's magic. And when that occurs, uh, you see. A familiar form darkened the doorstep in front of you. It's the manticore. I knew it. <laughs> did, did you know? Well, yeah, because pop, Popcorn was introduced to us by Keel Horst. Mm-hmm. She had some connection with him that I don't totally remember. It, it was not stated to you. She was just kind of hooking you up with someone who needed some help. Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you knew it was the manticore because you saw the... the Oh, sorry. You saw the antler helmet shadow on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's you very see obvious when it's the manticore. <laughs> yeah. And there's just like the stank of brooding just like exudes. You're just like, <sighs> oh my God. <laughs> the manticore. <laughs> um, so he's there. And he walks up to your table and he says, I need a huge amount of help. Actually, you can see that he's in, in disguise. Um, he's wearing a festive blue cape. Over his over his manticore outfit, he's wearing what appears to be one uh, like a one piece peasant's outfit that maybe is like velcroed in the back or something like that. And so so it's like you know a little waistcoat with like uh you know that's a little bit ratty on it. He's wearing like a white button down shirt underneath that, and then like there's pants that are associated with like brown uh, breeches, but they're all sewed together into one piece and they don't like move correctly. And he's wearing full plate armor underneath that. So it's he's like a big dude like... to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. He's, yes, he's a huge man. <laughs> so he went to Spirit Halloween and <laughs> yes. got a peasant outfit. Uh, and of course he is wearing, in case people have forgotten, he is wearing his giant helm, which is a death's head with huge uh, antlers on the top <laughs> of it. Um, but clearly he believes he is in disguise, and I would not try to uh, disabuse him of that notion. What a and... ridiculous person. <laughs> he's, he's great. In... How does he get anything done? <laughs> he's the manticore. He's, incri- he's incredibly brave and tactical. Mm. Um, this reminds but, him of the time we... that he went to a silver uh, uh, spirit Halloween. <laughs> and... Can we flip up the helmet? No, he's not close enough yet. Um, but he does come over to you and he says, Listen. I, I know that you I know that you didn't do really all the work that was required when we were in that big sphere, but uh, I need some help. I've got a little problem uh, that that I need someone with a little bit of discretion could help me out with. Take a seat, friend. 
Discretion is our middle name, not the Manticore. I wink. My middle name is Danger, Death Defying, Hellscape, Horror. I thought it was Wayne. Danger, parenthesis, Death Defying. No. <laughs> comma, Danger, Comma, Death Defying, Comma, Hellscape, Comma, Terror, terror Experience, Comma, TM, <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin, Comma. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I, anyway, uh, yeah. He's wearing his the man disguise. It's, there's no decor. Yes, exactly. What, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's merely the man right now. He's just the man. Hey, hello, the man. How can mm-hmm. we? Uh, we can. How can we help you, the man? Uh, yeah. Wink, wink. It, and so he 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 looks around a little bit. And he says, "Oh yes, it's it's better to do things in in disguise." And then so then he begins doing a voice that is the manticore doing a man's voice. was like, hello. <laughs> uh, can I flip up the thing? No. And his, no. his lightning fast reflexes. You reach over to do it, Kylie. And his lightning fast. And he knocks your, your hand out of the way. Uh. He says, don't do that. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> what a lovely day outdoors. It is. How about those crops? Uh, it's hard to farm, isn't it? <laughs> I know how hard it is to do manual labor during the daytime. Oh. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. He looks around. You can, you can see he's really given the, the thing. and There's like a little uh, you know dwarf in the corner who's eating his breakfast and, and has paused mid, mid bringing some eggs up to his mouth. Mouth wide open, and the mantic horse says, Howdy doody, friend. <laughs> uh, but he says, he, so he kind of, he kind of uh, hungers down again, right? He's, this is, he's all manticore now. No man, all manticore. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, Okay, listen, I've got a problem in the mantic cave. Go on. Have you ever, have you ever locked your keys? Out of your house, or locked yourself out of your house with your keys. My house doesn't have a door on it, so I, no, I haven't done that. But yeah, we're not exactly at the home ownership stage of our life yet. Yeah, I imagine how that someone could do that. Have you ever locked yourself out of your own armored carriage? The manta carriage. The, yeah, the manta carriage. Wait, how do you know about that? Sorry, I just, it was just a guess. Oh, are you just a wizard? A yeah. You some sort of oracle? Yeah. You can, are you reading my mind right now? The bones told me. No, I can't read your mind. Do you know all about my parents? When your helmet is on, I can't. I can't get through that. Uh, get out of my brain, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says, "Well, okay. Listen, I've been locked out of the Manta Cave, and I'm afraid." that if I go back into it, some evil power will be unleashed. I need a crack team of buddies to go in there, just clean that whole bad boy out, and then I'll come in, and I'll, you know, I'll lock up and make sure everything's good, but... I'll take all the credit. <laughs> uh, what? Well, I don't know. Credit to whom? I don't think no the Manticade is know. exactly a public hotspot. Only 17 people have ever been in the Manticave. Per How many of them are 20. still alive? Oh, well, uh, I don't know. Hard to, I don't keep track. I would okay. never do that. I would never use some sort of global surveillance system. 
um, to check out what every single person is doing, even to defeat my greatest foe, the trickster. <laughs> why? Why do you suspect that there is a nefarious presence within the Manta Cave? One year ago, I defeated my greatest foe, the trickster. One year ago, in the alchemical lab on the edge of town, we were fighting above some gross goop. Oh no. Hand to hand. He broke off one of my antlers. Wait, hold on. She broke off one of my antlers. It was rough and tumble, y'all. And I did a... And he recreates the whole act. He stands up and he, he pulls his sword out of his sheath with his left hand. Manticore's left-handed. And does a heroic sweep and smashes into the table, knocking all of your shit everywhere. Oh. Says, I did that. Right My to the trickster. I'm sorry about your muffin. I, I can... Well, you should contact... Uh, this fellow George, who is not me, by the way, mm-hmm. and you could probably get reimbursed for that muffin up to mm-hmm. fifty gold pieces. Um, but what you know? I don't know what the, what what could a muffin cost? Yeah, gold how pieces? much could a muffin cost? <laughs> <laughs> he says. Anyway, sorry about that. I sliced the trickster from eyeballs to toes. And she fell in twain all the way down into alchemical goop. We've not heard from her since. And now, when I go into the Manta Cave, the front door won't open, and I can hear the trickster laughing from within. Now, the trickster has long manipulated me in my mind. I have, I have, uh, you know, inhaled her trickster gas... I have uh, her, her noxious cloud, of course, that she casts. I have been attacked with her mallet of doom. Uh, mm. All kinds of, you know, this, you know, the, you know the stuff the trickster does. Yeah, you endured the uh, the torment of her showing off her entire pencil collection. She's got the one. She's got a great pencil. It's it's that one. We all <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, it's that one. <laughs> uh, but anyway. So I think she's taken over the Manta Cave, and I'm afraid that if I make my way in there, I will be destroyed. Hmm. So I need you to go take care of it for me, and then I'll come in, and we'll, we'll, I'll, you know, I'll handle it at the end. I'll clean up, but I need some help. And and he, and he looks around again a little bit, and he says, "I'm afraid if I ask my coworkers, they'll make fun of me." Seems like. Oh, I've been there, friend. Yeah, you get it. What are you talking about, Weg? I have never made fun of you. Are we co-workers? Yes, of course we are. <laughs> I mean, there's no formal, like, hierarchical power structure here. I, I think I thought we were just friends doing some shit. Uh, you share an inventory. We That's share co-workers. an inventory. Uh, <laughs> one of you, one of us would be God King. I don't know. I don't know. Like in every working environment. Yeah. Um, but this sounds like um something that we could take care of discreetly. And Kylie winks. Good. Wag also winks. Yep. Wink. 
what a winking bunch of people. I don't. Okay, cool. You can't that see through great. the helmet, but I, but I, I too am winking. <laughs> Using my magic core vision, I can't in fact see that you're winking over there. <laughs> Good. His manticore vision is just his eyeballs. Yeah, I just I, I do the I do the head motion when you wink, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Although like, presumably manticore vision is also limited because it's inside of a giant helmet, just as silver leaves is. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is something interesting about the manticore. You don't you don't see any eye holes. How about that? And that death's head. It's one solid plate. It looks like a death's head. Magical wow. helmet. Who, it could be anything. Yeah, maybe it would be bad if um, Silverleaf got this helmet, because then we lose Silverleaf. So what do oh you say? God. Oh my god, if I took the helmet, then I would... Oh, man. Then I would, like, be... I would be possessed, right? It's like a sentient magic item. Mm-hmm. I could be the Manticore and Silverleaf. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. Why are you um, saying all this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Friend, we will gladly help you with your yes. with your uh, embarrassing situation. Yeah, we will do it in a discreet manner, um, and we definitely won't bring it up later. Wow, wow, yeah. what a kind yeah. crew! Um, and so he says. Um, he he kind of nods a little bit. He he uh, he slides a little bag across the table, like a little pouch. And he says, "If you need, if you need some startup funds." Here you go. I make micro investments across the city in organizations I believe in. Mm. Um, all I want is 25% of your eventual proceedings, but maybe there won't be proceedings. I don't know. Just, you know, write that down in the contract. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll have my guys look at it. Anyway, um, so you can uh, Wait, you can just go to the Manta Cave. The loot from the Manta Cave? No, just when you begin incorporating and uh, when your IPO happens, I, I just want 25%. So, wait, anyway... Wait, we're uh, paying you to solve your problem? No, no, no. It's just when you uh, eventually uh, get your maximum capitalization of stock, I, I want 25%. Anyway, the Manticore so is making we... a seed investment in us so that we can complete this... Oh, uh, okay. And now this I... quest, and, and when the quest pays off, they'll get a cut. Or even further down the line, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. They might continue to to, to with a series quest, now I a series C quest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I missed inquestment. It's called. I missed that he was actually giving us the money. Yeah. Oh yes, inquest. <laughs> inquesting, yeah. yeah. It's in, inquesting, yeah. I'm an angel inquesting. Inquester. Oh, yes. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a celestial. In, I'm a celestial inquester. Yeah. Um, I figured to be a fifth level to multi-class into it. They are fifth level. They can cast um, banish, banishment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he says, uh, "All right. So you can go to." Uh, and he hands you a little map. He says, "You can go here. I know you're not locals, so I've made you a little map." Oh, you thank go, you. This is uh, Big B Bat's eating palace, and if you go there and you uh, it, and you show the the bartender this, and he he uh, puts a little leather patch. Remember, he had the little. Leather patch from um, Jimothy Ironbow. Similar kind of idea. This is a way of doing things in this world. He slides across. He says, show that secret symbol to mm. the bartender. And uh, you'll get into the Manta Cave. Manticore out. Whoa. 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 Where did he go? He just yeah, said that, that with his, he said that with his mouth. And he just stood up and, and he <laughs> walked, walked out of the building. 
the whoa, was it the sound of him like pushing his chair back? No, he, he did that with his entire mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just real loud because it's coming out of the helmet. Cool. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So when should we start? I I do want to I want before we start I do want to 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 circle up and um, uh, come back to something Kylie said, which is uh, uh, yeah we should should we should we loot the Manta Cave? That sounds like a good idea. Hmm. Um, I mean I'm sure there's pros and cons. Sorry, go ahead. Well, on the on the um, plus side, if we loot the Manta Cave, we get the Manta stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. On the downside. Um, you know what? On second there is thought, no downside. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, do we want the pseudo fifty one team coming after us? Wait, but they won't because the Manticore won't tell the rest of the pseudo fifty one team the embarrassing fact that he had to get us to loot the Manta Cave. Exactly. But we'll still have the Manticore on our tail. Does the Manticore have a tail? Yes. Yeah, it throws spikes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just for just for everyone's clarity, the Manticore does in fact have a weapon that's a uh, that's a whip that shoots spikes out of it, because that's cool. Ooh, that is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like a separate person. I, I think <laughs> it's just a guy who throws spikes. He shows up. <laughs> like, ah! And he calls he, the tail. Yeah, he would yes. be tailing. Uh, okay, his, you know what? Let's, the tail. That's 100 percent true. Or we're gonna retcon that a million percent. So he has Wait, a I sidekick. Mean, he probably has a whip, right? No, he doesn't. It is a sidekick <laughs> who has throwing weapons, <laughs> and, and uh, his name is the Tail. And he follows him around into battle. And he's a follower, and that's all he can do. I love it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I I think that we should keep you know keep an eye out for like like a little something that that. You know, maybe sweeten the pot, sweeten the maybe deal. Sweeten, maybe sweeten the pot a little bit, but I don't I think mean, I don't think that we should wholesale fleece the Manticore's like giant Faerun coin and t- t- you know dinosaur skeleton or anything. What about his motorcycle? <laughs> Probably not as much. He'll notice that, but it's still it's still morning, right? Yeah, yeah, it's morning. So, is there anything? I, I, so he did give you some startup money. Um, mm-hmm. So this is going to be, you're going to the Mancha Cave. It's, you know, think in your mind. Other uh, fictional figures who perhaps this is modeled on, what might be in their own cave. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, so is there anything you think you might need to buy or purchase before you go? Uh, Weg wants to go buy another muffin. Okay. Um, That's just, uh, it's like a portion of a gold piece. You don't even have to spend gold on it. Okay. Okay. That's like included Uh, in your room. I... Oh, continental breakfast. <laughs> um, I think we're going to need some rope. Okay. I, I, I got that. climbing gear. Okay. Uh, okay, do you, you you have rope? Yeah, we all do. Yeah, we okay. can say you buy some extra, though, just in case okay. you want to leave it behind. Um, um, what, else is in a, what else is in a manta cave? I, um, I want to I get a... Is it like... Is there possible to get a fantasy gas mask? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, I I think yeah, it'd probably be like a plague doctor mask. That's probably the best you got. Okay. Yeah, like I, it'd be like Kylie one is. of those, but with like a little like a bunch of rags stuffed in the end. Because mm-hmm. um, he talked about the the gas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What what sorts of tricks? Oh, let's each get we... one of those. 
what sort of tricks do we think we might encounter other than um, caustic vapor? Can any of us detect traps? Anyone I can, can detect I, traps. Yeah, I can find traps. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll be helpful. Yeah, anyone can look. Do any of us have, like, a grappling hook? I guess we have rope. If we get, like, climbing gear, there's probably some grappling hook-esque stuff, right? Maybe? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, anyone with, like, a Dungeoneer's kit has that. Like, pitons and things like that. Mm -hmm. A grappling hook. Um, Wag wants to buy a... Uh, oh, well, are we all going to have Plague Doctor masks? Is that the plan? I'm thinking, like, Plague Doctor masks and, like, um, what do you call... You like a ribbed sweater? Like a, a tactical turtleneck? Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like okay. the, With the elbow patches? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I think so... I'm good on that, but I encourage you both to, to go there. Weg is really into it. Okay, well, let me write that down. <laughs> You're totaling up the bill. Turtleneck. I'm thinking about what kind of potions we could get. Mm. Um, we'll probably need some kind of, like, poison antidote, right? Mm, that's a good call. Because I, I, can, I can heal and I can remove curses and stuff, but I've only got so many spell slots. Mm -hmm. So an antitoxin? Yeah, that would be good. So this all seems like pretty defensive stuff. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna? Is there anything that we think we would need to like actually deal with the trickster? I'm presuming oh, we, uh, that is a trickster. A uh, get a gun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ruin this fantasy game. Just like yeah, we all pick up Glocks and then. We'll <laughs> <laughs> um, I I was thinking more like. Maybe um, like some like handcuffs, or I guess we could use rope. But yeah, manacles. Yeah, <laughs> manticles. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's probably manticles in the in the cave. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna make sure to prepare a uh, my knock spell just in case I have to knock anybody off a ledge. Oh, there's gonna be tons of ledges. That's still, just kidding. That's in case I have to like, <laughs> yeah, just in case I have to like uh, knock, knock or uh, open a locked door. Let's take two seconds here, just to so the list that you have currently given me are tactical turtlenecks for Wegg and Kylie, mm -hmm. plague doctor masks um, for all members of the team, and the way we're gonna handle that, I think, is much like a real plague doctor mask. They only do so much good. So I think what this would do is give you a advantage on save uh, against the effect of of uh, like toxic air stuff. Um, yeah, is Silverleaf going to be able to wear one of those? No, I'm not. I'm going to just wear my helmet. So Okay, so, so two of those. Um, potions of Vitality, which um, cures diseases or poisons. Um, what, uh, how many of those do you want? Three. Okay. So one for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then some manacles. Yeah. That's the list so far. Is there um, anything else you would like to purchase? Um, climbing stuff? Do we. You have that. You got pack. that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That you just got some extra. Okie dokie. So that's going to be about 70 gold pieces total. 
How much did the Manticore give us? 200. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I only have 14 gold right now. Okay. That's plenty to go. No, well, we can keep the rest. I think it's fine. I got yeah. like 150. I need a receipt. Maybe we can bribe the, <laughs> the, the trickster. Bribe the officials? Yeah. Okay. You're headed to the Manta Cave? What are you doing? We got to go to the... the what was the name of the bar? Uh, Big B Bats Eating Palace. Big B Bats Palace of uh, uh, yeah. delicious Pas- pastries. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we okay. should go. But Weg wants to check out the buffet first before we start handing people leather tokens. Oh, it's Yo. just a buffet. Oh yes. So you, you it, get is there. This a, is this, fa- is this like a, a Faerunian? Yeah, like a Faerunian Golden Corral. Oh yeah, no, it's more like a Ryan's. <laughs> um, I haven't been to a Ryan's in like I haven't either. I've not been to a Ryan's probably since I was like 10 Holy years cow. old. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what a Ryan's is. Yeah, they might not exist. It's like a Golden Corral. It's, I think okay. it might be regional. Okay. Yeah, it's like in the Midwest, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Well, there used to be, they used to be in the South, but I don't think they are anymore. Um, but, uh, but yes, that kind of, of deal. It says there's a big sign outside. You can see Bigby Bat. He is a... Uh, a uh, big comical bat. His his cheeks are full, kind of like a chipmunk's cheeks would be, um, of of delicious food. Um, and it's an enticing place. It says twenty four hours. Uh, that's bigger than the uh, than the actual name of the restaurant on the sign. And you go in there, and it's just like three big long bars. There's a there's a salad bar. There's a hot bar. There is just one that's all desserts, but it's oh, really goodness. just like seventy five different kinds of cookies and like two things you might actually want to eat um you know as as it is in these kinds of places um and you can see over to the left you can see kind of a bar and it's less like a bar with drinks and more like a bar of just like this is a place where someone can serve a lot of food to a lot of different people fairly easily and um the uh, on the other side uh there's like a big dining room and you can see Faerun's finest hanging out here. I mean, not like the police corps, but just, you know, a good representation of the people of Faerun hanging out here. Um, looks like less murder happens here in Bigby Bat's Eating Palace than happens in the average bar. But otherwise, you know, you got you got half-orcs, you got whole-orcs, you got a knoll or two, you got some humans, you got some dwarfs, you got some gnomes, um, and other people who also fit into the order of power uh, hanging out here. All right, well, Wag's going to start looking around for the soft serve machine. Um, so what you can see is that there is a big glass um, uh, like jar. It's huge. It, you know, it, it can contain a small creature. And on the inside of that, you can see that there is a mephit, a frost mephit. I knew mephit it! In Sorry. There. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like they've trapped an ice mephit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an ice method in there and it, it has like some milk and some sugar and it's like you know it's grumpy looking it's pissed off as all hell and it's like whipping them together and blowing into it at one time and then it like pours into a little hole and then you can you can pull a lever and it pulls some soft serve yes. out in, into uh, a hand and you see people going up to it and they just open their mouth underneath it and, <laughs> and pour ice cream directly into it and then close it off again well I do that Okay. Very unsanitary. Um, yeah, give me a constitution save. Uh, that's a 10. Okay. You feel like you're going to get sick, but then you don't. But just barely. The authentic Golden Corral experience. Mm-hmm. Big B brings the choices. 
<laughs> There's um, a bard there sinking that in, in, the, in um, the thing. Posted in the I, show notes. In, in like the dessert section, I want to look and see if they have any ice cream cake. Oh, they don't. I, I, okay, then I go and I ask if they have any ice cream cake. They don't know what that is. Okay. They said, they said um, I mean, I know someone named Ice Cream Cake, but... Yeah, this I was, like, just seeing if Drop the Name got me anything. No. Mm-mm. The name Ice Cream Cake in this part of Room is fairly common, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and the object that you might know as Ice Cream Cake does not exist. And uh, it's, <laughs> at some point in the future, Ice Cream Cake might invent Ice Cream Cake. But we don't know that. In which ice cream cake? We don't know yet. Hasn't Fudgy the whale. <laughs> Cookie oh, puss. I meant yeah, which yeah, person yeah, what... named ice cream cake invents it. We also don't know. <laughs> it's in the future, James. <laughs> you gotta get there. Yeah, in this universe, ice cream cake is called a Carvel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and was invented by someone named ice cream cake. Yeah. Um. What else? You ready to go down the Manticore? Yeah. Um, I'm ready. Is it obvious how we get there? No. But yeah, we gotta go talk to to Big B. Um, Big B Bats bartender. Big B Bats. Yeah. Big B Bats. Oh, Big B Bats is bartender. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And we, so uh, and we show him the seal. Yeah. You go over there and and you um. Well, just just he says hello. Hail and well met. Hail. Have, have you had some delicious soft serve ice cream yet? Oh, uh, yes, I have. Um, it was worth it. <laughs> well, that's what about 50% of people say, but uh, what can I help you with today? Is there, you got a question, or what's going on here? Which one of us has the seal? Well, whoever you, you want to have it. I think Silverleaf. Weg. What? Take what? this seal and oh, talk to this you. person. Thank yeah. you. Um, Here, I would like a booster seat. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Silverleaf lifts Wag up onto a stool, yeah. <laughs> uh, sitting at the bar, um, and Wag kind of puts his hand down on the bar with the seal under his hand, uh, and says, "I would like to take a long drink of water," and then slides the seal across the bar. And- uh, so the bartender says, says, well, there's a big cistern of what? And then he looks down and sees what you have revealed from your hand. And, he, and he's like, what? And he, his eyes glaze over. He, uh, his arms go from being kind of, you know, gesticulating and talking to you and being very affable and friendly into almost like robotic standstill down by his sides. Um, and he kind of arches up to stand straight. He, he looks like. Um, as you've seen many times, a hold person spell. Mm. Um, it looks like that's happening to him. Um, and then he turns around and he says, follow me. And uh, walks through a door behind the bar. I follow him. That's okay. creepy. I also follow. Okay. So he, uh, and, and you're taking your little seal with you, right? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, and so he walks through the store, it's a little swinging door, and it foom, foom, and goes out, and then he's going to the back, and, you know, in our world, that might be where a freezer or something like that is, but here there is just a big blank wall with nothing in it, and, or on it, and he walks up to it, and then he starts, like, banging on it in a pattern, and it, it's so fast, it's faster than 
you know, he should ever be able to move. He's like, bum, 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 and he's hitting it in these, like, different pattern symbols. And as he's doing that, you see the, the where he's hitting it begins lighting up, and it turns into this complicated pattern of the, the, the symbol of the manticore. Remember, you saw that on the, uh, the manticore's troops that were outside the, um, mm-hmm. outside the sphere. And he does that into the manticore, and he's doing that, and then it glows red, and then the wall kind of pushes out and falls away. And uh, he turn, he's back stock still, and he turns around, and he says, uh, Thank you. Have a nice day. And then he walks back through the door, and he is outside, and you are here with this opened passageway. Um, Finally, some helpful customer service. I think Wig and I should get changed. Yes. Okay. Wig is very excited about his clandestine, or uh, his new sneaking suit. (laughs) Silverleaf puts um, some, like, black grease paint (laughs) below the eye slits (laughs) of his uh, helmet. Okay. And uh, and puts like a black beanie around the top of it. It looks like <laughs> okay. It looks really goofy because it's like you know all square. Mm-hmm. But it prevents uh, if you knocked your head on something, it wouldn't clank. It's actually probably very efficient and tactical. Yeah, it's extremely tactical. It it would it would muffle the the bang. Okay, Weg and and uh, Kylie, you both put on your your uh, sweaters. Are you putting that on over your normal clothes, or are you are you storing your other clothes in your backpack? Uh, uh, Weg's putting it on over his normal clothes because Weg doesn't have pants. <laughs> he wears he wears just like a big you know cleric's robe, mm-hmm. like a big t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a big band T-shirt, but for Wigs God, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just says Araglin on it. Okay. Yeah, so if if it I if I just dates on the back, <laughs> yeah, the, it's just the it's just the years that the time of troubles was happening, um, <laughs> when when Araglin walked the earth. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, but yeah, if I if I put on just the turtleneck, I ain't got no pants. So, okay, what's going on over? Okay. But it me. but it bunches it all down, you know, so it looks like I'm wearing like I'm a wearing skirt. like a regular turtleneck and then like this great this this very very floor length skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, you just throwing it on over? Or are you changing? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to lose that plus two armor class. <laughs> yeah, very important. Okay. <laughs> so you put it on the top. Maybe it'll help your uh, chainmail from clinking uh, mm-hmm. as as you go into. The Manta Cave, you see a long, dark tunnel kind of heading at a 45-degree angle or maybe a little bit steeper down into the ground from here. Um, are you just walking down there? I am um, uh, on the end of my staff. I put, like, that pearl mm-hmm. that I got, and I cast the light cantrip on it. Okay, so, so Silver Leaf. And Wait. are you going to be first, Silver Leaf? Uh, I can be first. Yeah, sure. Um, is it what, a way you, you can't see in the dark? I do not have low light vision. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna I'm say we're too small. We wouldn't need it. But <laughs> you're too small to see in the dark. The eyes are too small. Oh yeah, yes, my sir. eyeballs. That's right. <laughs> they can't fit it in. 
Um, so, uh, so you begin, uh, you know, Silverleaf is Gandalfing you down into this hole in the ground, mm -hmm. and you're all kind of walking. Are you sneaking? Or are you just going? What's up? I'm just trying uh, to get a sense of how you're moving. Uh, I think sneaking, right? Because we want to, like, the trickster could be around any corner, and who knows what kind of, of, uh, of tr tricks that she has prepared for us. So, I think we should take it pretty slow. Yeah. Yeah, and we got shit last time we didn't sneak and apparently we were supposed to so <laughs> i'm not worried about the light i am worried about the noise right like okay yeah. so you so all begin carefully. you know kind of walking carefully moving carefully down this passageway um you probably go down for what feels like a couple hundred yards and then there's a switchback and then you're still going back down so this is really far beneath the the ground that you're going here for maybe another couple hundred yards um, you get down to a, um, it levels off, and then right at the edge of your vision, Silverleaf, you can see what appears to be a big metal door with, with a big latch on one side, um, and the Manticore symbol, of course, emblazoned right on the middle of it, um, kind of stamped into the metal. Hmm. I think this is it. <laughs> <laughs> And the walls around you are polished stone. Ooh. So either this is down in the bedrock or someone has put rock down in here and then, or, or maybe magically transformed it or something like that. But this is, you know, kind of, uh, almost think like um, an industrial hallway kind of thing, kind of vibe to it. It's not just the soil. Realizing now that perhaps we should have asked the Manticore for instructions. Wag says, is he like, examines the big vault door. You all remember that knock? Can I just check to can I check for traps real quick? Sure, absolutely. I'm rolling perception. You're just checking damage. this door for traps. Yeah. You need to roll an investigation, not investigation? a Investigation? Okay. Yep. Um Well, okay, then let me roll again. Uh I rolled a 19. Okay. Um, so Silverleaf kind of gets up and uses that light um, uh, on the edge, that lighted pearl. You kind of take that pearl by itself, and you're holding it between your fingers, and you're going up and down the seams, and you're looking at the latch, and you're checking it from all angles, and you know you're doing all that diligent work. You get your fish hook out, and you like put your fish hook like through the the threaded, or you know the seam where the door is, and you're threading it that way. You know you take a good five minutes to do it. And it does not seem like there are any mechanisms, there are any traps, there are any things that would be triggered by this door. Um, you feel pretty certain of that. I'm going to open it. Okay. How do I open it? There's a latch? Yeah, there's just a latch, like a big door handle. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Relief grabs that confidently and opens the door, and what you see is a low lit passage so it kind of widens out maybe the passage you've been in so far is enough for maybe two people to walk side by side so maybe that's i don't know five feet or so and this opens up it's maybe a 10 foot by 10 foot room and on the other end of the or maybe it's actually maybe 15 by 15 feet and on the other end there is a another door that's inset this kind of looks like almost like an airlock um or a foyer um, and at the top, in the ceiling, there are some um, 
like light enchantments or something sort of like you know it's almost like someone has cast a permanent light spell like you have silver relief on your pearl but on the ceiling so you can see in this room um and there's like a little place to put your shoes if you wanted to there's a coat rack um there's a in and there's a wardrobe in case you have like an overcoat or something like that there is a burlap sack in case your umbrella is wet um that you can put it in the sack and not get it all over the floor um it's got that kind of feeling of a room to it um and you know there's a little bit of like a green tint to the light but that feels more like for mood than for anything else um, Wag wants to check in the wardrobe and see what's in there. Yeah. You hear a recording as you walk over. It says, Welcome to the Manta Cave. <laughs> Please leave your shoes in this room. Yeah, um, so, you, in so you open up the... Um, you're opening up the wardrobe, Wag? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. there's there's like an overcoat in there. There's another one of the people suits that you saw. Or not people suits, but uh, uh, like suits. civilian suits that the Manticore was wearing. Uh, one of his ingenious disguises. Yeah, there's another one that is like, a, it looks like a classic bank robber suit. You know, it's got the, sh- the stripes on it. Uh, kind of like the Hamburglar. <laughs> um, there is one that's a wizard. So it, it's, um, it's the Merlin costume, but... But uh, same idea. They're all sewn into one piece, of course. Um, but nothing else in there. You know, a couple spare coats maybe that people have left. They forgot them there and they never came back. Right. One of the, how many did you say? 14 other people that have? Uh, 17. 17. 17 other people that have seen the Manta Cape? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Are there any, like, large, oversized shoes around this room? Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. There's a little thing and there's a little sign. Um, the little sign says, "Please leave shoes here." Um, and there are uh, there are some boots, but they're not oversized. There's normal boots. Oh, they they're like manticore sized, right? Yeah, they were like they're like real boots. They're not like boots that would go over his boots. No, I I'm looking. I was looking for my like, clown shoes. No, they're not clown shoes here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I think I'm I'm gonna re- remove my shoes. Okay. That, that seems polite. Okay. I got some. I got some thick wool wool socks on, so it's it'll be okay. You place them in there, and then some enchantment triggers and says, "Thank you for respecting my home." Yeah. <laughs> Weg doesn't wear shoes. Right. Neither does Kylie. Kylie doesn't wear shoes. Nope. You just learn more and more about this guy every day. <laughs> there is a door in front of you. Looks like the door that you just came through. Weg, open that door. Weg opens the door. Okay, so you touch the door, and you feel a, a little jolt go through you, Wag. Just a little little jolt. Wag, I'm so sorry. And um, you hear in your in your mind, Wag. I know, because you're not wearing your plague doctor mask, right? Yet. Am I not? I thought. Oh, we, I thought I we thought had that was part of, I thought yeah, you were just that. wearing your technical curtain neck. Oh no! I whenever I uh, you asked if we were gonna change, I assumed that included the plague doctor mask. Okay, that's that's still perfectly fine. So you you feel a little jolt through you, and uh, you know you go ooh or, or whatever, right? It's visible that it happens, and Silverleaf because you're not wearing a plague doctor mask, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. You hear it's like an auditory thing. You hear he 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 he. 
I wish I could do Jack's in, uh, voice that he <laughs> does while we're playing Project Winter. That is I wish we were. Unhinged. I wish he was on this call right now. I swear. <laughs> I I thought about asking this morning if he would play the trickster. Um, so so Jack, <laughs> just know in your head that when I'm playing the trickster, it's just you. <laughs> so you hear he 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 he, um, and then uh, maybe you should think about. Wait, let me find the voice here. There we go. You should think about checking all the doors. And the and you hear behind you, uh, the door you came in, lock. And the door in front of you is not unlocked, so it's it's still locked. And the um, ground in front of you. From underneath the door, gas starts filling filling the room. Do we all hear this? No, only Silverleaf hears this. I um I I yell out loud for the audience's benefit. It's poison gas. Um, (laughs) Just like that scene in Batman Forever where the guy says it's boiling acid. Mm -hmm. And I uh I I cast knock on the on the door, the, on the sort the door to further in, not the one that we just came in. Okay, so Silverleaf, um, you you see, what does that look like? Give me give me your because uh, we you haven't cast knock before, so we don't really know what that looks like. I don't think. Um. I uh, I I am reading uh, a little like poem of opening off my bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I hit it with the hit it with the bone. Knock knock. Okay, so you oh. you do that. Wag is standing right beside you, and the door swings open toward you. Okay. Um, and what comes tumbling out of it is about a waist high, um, I wave is the best word for it. I think of toxic sludge. Oh no! Wait, waist high for who? Waist <laughs> high for Silverleaf. Oh no! So it's it's gonna it's gonna hit you, Wag. Um, and so it kind of comes out. The, this next chamber is about the same size as the chamber you were in, and the whole you can see Silverleaf. Uh, this this whole room um, in front of you has this kind of layer of toxic sludge in it. Whatever it is, it's not literally toxic sludge, but some kind of goopy purple and green flowing liquid and it flows neatly in um i need everyone to make a um a constitution save um weg and uh so uh, uh kylie you can do that with advantage uh 22 okay um, yeah, you have saved. okay you have also saved 12 um, so relief, you get a good in your surprise, right? Because the door opens, it swings right open very easily, and you get a big face full of this gas as well as as uh, liquid. Um, you take uh, three points of of noxious damage. Oh, noxious damage! Yeah, I, th- I made that up just now. I don't know what kind of damage it would really be, but <laughs> you take it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Weg Weg looks to Silverleaf looks at Silverleaf and kind of puts his arms up in the like classic like pick me up 
I'm already, I'm already casting tensors. tensors I was going to say. Okay. Uh, swamp investigation device. And okay. uh, I do the little, like, uh, like, you know when somebody, like, spins a pen? Yeah, right? on the finger? Yeah, mm-hmm. on the fingers. I do yep. that, with, but with, like, a bone, um, and it, like, traces a, a disc, and then I, like, put it sort of, I, like, position it floating above the sludge and pick Weg up and put him on it. So you do that, the waist-high uh, amount of poison sludge or whatever it is that was in the room that you're facing, it has now evened out, so there's really only like, you know, maybe a foot and a half or, or even less, maybe a foot across the entirety of the room you are in currently and the room you were looking into. That's the um, waist-high for WEG. Now it's waist-high for WEG, yes. <laughs> um, and now, it, but so really if you, you pick up um, um, WEG and put him on, on uh, Tensor Swamp Investigation Device, and uh, you're just kind of in this in this sludge here. Um, in another couple minutes, I'm going to ask you to make another check. So maybe you see what's going on. What's what in you this next do? room? This next room uh, appears to be like a weapon check um, room. And it has like a little booth that maybe someone could sit in that would uh, where you would like talk about the weapons that you have and have them taken from you. Um, and stored and you get a little ticket so you see like some swords up on the wall you see some axes you see some bows you see things like that maybe people never checked their weapons as uh or they never got their weapons back as they left or maybe they never left at all (sighs) and uh there's another door similar looking door on the far side except it's not centered it's to the left of the room um kylie looks at silver and was like this is what i'm talking about we're not even stealing from the manticore and I want to do like a <laughs> assessment of the weapons, see if any of them are. The good if you shit. want to take the time to do an assessment of these weapons, you're making another save. Is there like something that I can stand on that's not in sludge while Kylie does this weapon assessment? Um, yeah, like I, 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 I'll give you the idea. So just to have in your mind, the slu- standing in the sludge is probably not doing damage to you. Um, it's really all of the stuff that is, uh off-gassing from that sludge mm-hmm. that's hurting you. So you can... Yeah, you can Because this room is still full of gas, right? Yeah. I, it's really... It's full of gas because the 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 poison crap on the ground that is oh, producing can I, gas. Can I just... Can I open the other door that we came in? Sure. From? Yeah. Sure. Is Have it locked? Ori- the original door? The original door. Yeah, I want to, like, let this gas out of this room. Okay. Give, Wait, give it a shot. to the bar? Um... I try to open the 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 front door with the manticore symbol on it. Yeah, whatever mechanism that you use to knock this door open triggered the other door too. So you open that up and you can see visibly the kind of noxious gas that you could see, you know, that, that's floating around the air, this kind of green swirl of stuff. It kind of um, is venting out into this big stairwell um, and up, presumably, into the bar. Well, I mean, I think... Uh-oh. No, 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 no. It can't be any worse than what's already up there, so don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe there's enough diffusion. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of air in between here and there, so, yeah. you know, I wouldn't be too worried. Um, okay, that's great. So that cl- that's going to clear out uh, the vast amount of the gas. Um, and the as you do that, right, um, the level of, of goop on the ground lowers even more, right, because it's going out into... Um, that hallway, um, and it's going to go all the way back up until you know the stairs started again. So that's a, a lot more room. And as that happens, you can see that underneath the 
um, large wall of weapons or just a little wall of weapons maybe it's not a large wall you can see that there's actually kind of a pile of what appears to be goop you wouldn't have been able to see if if you know with the the water level or whatever the poison level up to what it was but now that it's receded even more you can see there is about a one foot tall orb mm. of goop slimy goop a gorb a gorb standing there and it's maybe you know seven feet so it's not exactly an orb it's just it's just uh it's a glob i guess it's the best <laughs> word for it but it's a wide glob of what you know green goop does it have mm-hmm. an does it have an amiable friendly face on it it doesn't have a face at like all. yeah like <laughs> dragon warrior um, more like one of georgia's goops oh yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um uh, the baron would... he's here yeah wait did you say the baron yeah (laughs) (laughs) is it moving what's it doing it is not currently moving i i'm tempted to try and pick it up kylie says out loud that's a monster (laughs) yeah this this thing you think it's a monster i would say first of all let me say before you set it on fire can we please (laughs) see if this goop is like extremely flammable Wait, like, no, no, with a sample. Wait, do you actually think it's a monster? I yeah, I think it's some kind of living. I like, thought it was like some, some like artifact that was making it. No, oh, it's, it's it might also its be shape, living. So therefore, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, it's probably. It might know, be. It might there's be some like animating force, right? That's holding it together. It might be know. an orb that has been transformed into a portal to the uh, elemental plane of goop. Yeah, that's more of what I was thinking. I, As I was yeah, chatting, you see that's it kind definitely of... definitely feasible. Yeah, it, it kind of shimmers and it kind of flexes a little bit. You kind of see this ripple go across its surface and um, a, a, a some amount of kind of green poison kind of, of runs off of it. It's a pseudopod. Onto the ground. It's coming towards us, you guys. It's not coming. It's, it's almost like it's pod. sweating, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a pseudopod. It's like it's like sweating whatever this liquid was that was in here. Okay. Um, uh, Weg wants to cast create or destroy water. Are you going to create or destroy water? <laughs> uh, I'm going to create water. Are you going to unless... create or destroy? You going to dehydrate it or are you going to? No, I was going to try and like see if it's solid, like wash mm. all the goop off it. Okay, um, and, and and like see if you know maybe maybe it's a portal, maybe it's a creature. We'll find out by giving it a shower, by pouring water on it. Yeah, um, you need an open container. I do. Oh no! Alternatively, the water falls as rain in a thirty-foot cube within range. Okay, that's tight. That um, that I mean, is acceptable. Go ahead. We we do have a bucket-shaped thing in this room with us. I look at Silverleaf's head. That, that's true. Oh, and I I have a um, coffee flask. Yeah, I have an empty coffee flask. Well, okay. That's pretty small, though, right? No, no. That is pretty do small. the do the cloud thing. Do the cloud thing. Wash it all away. Maybe there's like a drain in this room. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, for the folks playing along at home. Uh, you create up to ten gallons of clean water within range in an open container. Alternatively, the water falls as rain in a 30-foot cube within range, extinguishing exposed flames in the area. Mm-hmm. And I am casting this as a level 1 spell. 
Uh, I could cast it as a level 2 or level 3 spell and create 10 additional gallons of water per level that I add to it. That's a lot of water. So, good. Um, so, yeah, so if, so if I ever need to create 20 gallons of water, I can do it. Yeah. Or you, you could ask me space, and I could so. create a literal wall of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does uh, show you the difference between wizards and everybody else. Stay in um, your lane, Weg. <laughs> no, I'm I just kidding. That the, no one says my water is clean. I'm sure my water is like gross, like seawater. Kylie is not a fan of this. Oh right. Well, don't get it on yourself. Um, yeah, so you get out of way. Way. it's gonna be raining. <laughs> in this room. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be raining in this entire room. If it's a 15 by 15 room, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Weg, uh, what does it look like? How do you do this? How do you cast this spell? Um. Wag takes out his holy implement and lifts, which is his uh, his shovel that has been passed down to him several times to- uh, through several generations, um, and he just sort of lifts it up to the sky and uh, at first just like conden- little condensation drops start forming on and then falling off the blade of the shovel, uh, and then as that increases uh the air becomes humid and uh just the uh a a small uh rain cloud just kind of forms along the ceiling of the room and then uh clean delicious refreshing water starts starts pouring out of it so as that water begins to fall as that water begins to fall um you all hear a hound barking woof 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 in the distance oh and weg as you're you're holding this holy implement above you and you can see i'm assuming you're holding like the shovel in between two hands and you just got like your arms up in the air oh um, uh, one hand okay one hand so yeah by like your hand, hand like you feel you feel a little tickle on your hand Mm-hmm. And you see it, and it's like one of those, like, in the Ant-Man films, how they zoom in hyper-small, and you get to see it. So uh-huh. you, your vision does that kind of hyper-zoom, and you see one little ant. And he, it appears, you know, it's got it's six legs, it's got its front two legs up in the air, mm-hmm. and it is also doing some magic casting. Oh, cool. And oh, you man. feel in your heart as if the actions that you've been doing... That Aragolin, he, he, you know, maybe he's done a little bit of scaring you in the past. Maybe he's done a little bit of frightening of you. But at least recently, thumbs up from Aragolin. Wow. Mm. Wegg considers this, and it fills him with hope. This is way more than 10 gallons of clean water. This is 50 gallons of clean water. Holy shit. It's all the water in the world. And so it starts. All the water in the world. It just starts coming down. Oh man! Kylie, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You see this creature, and it is a creature. This this um, kind of uh, green thing on the ground. You see it raise up, and and when you know uh, Michael earlier, you said pseudopod. It turns into several pseudopods. Like it it kind of raises up, and you see these um, arms with. Um, with orbs on the ends of them that are kind of spraying a little bit of poison from you. You see them whipping around, but the the rain is so much, right, that maybe if it were only 10 gallons, it would have just pissed this thing off. But the rain is so much and so intense and so perhaps even blessed by Aragolin, who knows, 
um, that it actually you see it kind of being, uh, you know, washed away, being torn apart by the intense amount of water that's happening. And so it rises up and it looks like it's about to strike and then it kind of melts away into um, the, the water that's there. And the water begins to kind of drain back into the other two rooms and then the hallway. Um, there isn't a actual drain in the floor here or anything, so you just increase the water level, but it seems <laughs> like the poison is gone entirely. Yay! Yay. Wegg spends the rest of the day worried that he might accidentally like sit on that ant or something. <laughs> so relief you hear in your head. Oh. Oh. My tricks are many! Sounds like the joke's on you. You guys, the trickster is, is psychically talking to me. I just want to let you all know. Oh, really? Yeah. What does really... she have to say about this? She did says she that see her... my incredible performance? I, <laughs> she did. Um, but she said, my tricks are many. Hmm. Um, y'all are still wearing your Plague Doctor masks? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, uh, can we actually look at the stuff now? At the weapons? Yeah. Sure, go ahead. What are you looking for? Uh, anything, like, I mean, you gave some pretty, like, dropped some big names of weapons. Mm-hmm. So, well, here there's a, uh, well, what you see here is just um, a collection of swords and hammers. And, you know, there's maybe 10 or 12, we- there's 12 weapons here, we'll say. Uh, you know, there's a shield or two. Um you know, it's it's uh, what you might see behind uh, the counter at a weapon shop. Yeah, so um, there's nothing on display here that's like a, a mystical, um, like a of that stature. Several several of them have runes carved into them, but uh, you know, without you, you got to think about you know, even if a weapon is like magical and cool, unless someone tells you that it's magical and cool, it just looks like a weapon. Yeah, sure. So. I mean... Um, That's what I'm just saying. So there's 12 weapons in front of you. Can I ask? Uh, I don't remember if it's Weg or Silverleaf that can do the detect magic. I think we both can. I can I can cast it as a ritual for free. So yeah, I'll, I'll, oh, okay. I'll do it. Yeah. You do see it, Meg. Kylie, uh, um, Silverleaf does this ritual, um, and um, um, one thing begins to glow blue, a light blue. Um, and it's a uh, great sword. It's the biggest sword on the wall. It's huge. And uh, it's it's sheathed. It's sheathed in what appears to be black leather. Um, it has a uh, a pommel that is uh, that looks like a crescent moon, um, and it has a big cross guard on it. You'd have to be a real buster to wield something like this. You would. Can I? Um, can I? I would like to. Uh... I say, Kylie, bring that over here. I would like to examine it. Um, can I use Arcana or something to possibly understand uh, what magical effects? What it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what magical yeah, sure. effects are on this weapon? Yeah. Give me a roll. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a great roll. <laughs> Good roll. It's not the number, just sword. Yeah. Just the sound. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I rolled a twenty-six. Oh, awesome. So, wow. um, so Silverleaf goes over there, and you know exactly, you know all that information I just gave you. So how, how would Silverleaf describe that? Um, 
So Silverleaf says, ah, yes, this sword is, uh, this great sword um, was forged uh, only uh, on the night of a full moon um, on, a, on a holy day, on a day holy to uh, Saloon, goddess of the moon. And uh, there are some uh, runes here which say, uh, uh, in darkness, the unsheathed blade sheds light, uh, creating a 15-foot radius, bright. Um, it's kind of a little, a little it's a it's a rough translation, but I feel like you uh, <laughs> you get the idea. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like a um, what do you call it? Um, moon, something greatsword. Um, thanks, Xanathar. <laughs> thanks, um, Saloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Saloon. Consider the ant, y'all. Have you thought about considering the ant? What a great episode. I really liked it a lot. Twitter.com slash rangetouch to learn all about what we are up to. Go to rangetouch.com. Think about buying a t-shirt. They're cool. They're good. They feel nice. I have two of them. They, they, they feel real good. You can buy a Balthazar shirt from Mages and Murder Dads if you're into Balthazar shirts. Um, and you can also just buy a Range Touch logo if you want to be out in the world representing on the Discord. We see people doing that occasionally. That's really cool. Go down to the description below this episode, wherever you're listening to it, and you can learn about the Discord and come hang out with us and check it out. Um, always looking for feedback on the show, so if there's something that happened this episode you really liked, let me know. And if not, uh, don't talk about it. No, I'm kidding. You can tell me about that, too. Um, if you would like the show, the best thing you can really do for us is, uh, A, supporting it on Patreon, patreon.com slash rangetouch. But the other thing you can do for us that would be really, really good would be rating it on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. So just give it a thumbs up or a five stars or the best you can possibly do. That really helps us sequence up in search results. And it would also help, if you like the show, to maybe post on Facebook about it and say, hey, I like the show, and here's the reason why. Here's a couple sentences why. Or go on Twitter say, hey, I like the show. Maybe you might like the show. Uh, that's the only way that we get more listeners, and we are really incredibly happy for all the listeners we do have. It's, it's amazing and awesome to know that you're all checking the show out. But we would always love to have more and would love to um, be able to share the, I think, really special stuff that we're doing here on the show with other people. Gosh, I know that your second favorite part of every show is listening to me talk at the end. So I'm just going to let you go. We're going to hear more about the Trickster next time, next episode. I hope you enjoy that. I, I've enjoyed the Trickster, although I don't. You'll, you'll, you'll find it next episode. I'm not very clever when it comes to the Trickster, sadly. Uh, anyway, I'm rambling. Have a good one. See you on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>